0: All right. You might have been rummaging around in your pantry or your freezer lately to find out what is still uh, good to eat during this pandemic as we're all cooking a lot more. Dr. Uh, Jeffrey Farber is a professor of food science at the University of Guelph. He joins the show right now to talk about best before dates. Jeffrey, it's a pleasure to have you on. And I don't have a ton of time with you. I've got about seven minutes until the prime minister uh, then will take over. So I want to run through this as quickly as possible. But I think there's a lot to cover. Best before dates are usually the manufacturer's estimate on when products may start to degrade in quality. But when should we actually follow them? Because there are some people that say, ah, I just take it with a grain of salt. Other people follow them religiously. Let's break it down as far as categories of food go. Where would you like to start?
1: Okay, so firstly, um, I just want to start off, Kelly, by saying, as you're right, the, the best before date, I think there's there's definitely confusion out there in consumers. Some of them think it's linked to safety, but it, it's not at all linked to safety. It's really just a quality parameter. So I think that's very important to note. And really, you know, a lot of what we say usually is uh, people, you know, have to use their judgment, first of all, in a lot of cases. And as we always say, when in doubt, throw it out. But getting back to some of the categories, as you know, there are, you know, thousands of different food products. And there's also, in terms of consumers, we have what we refer to as at-risk consumers. So those who may be more susceptible, let's say, to uh, an organism you may have heard of called listeria, which will cause that large listeriosis outbreak due to deli meat back in 2008. So you have these at-risk consumers like uh, pregnant women, people who may be on immunosuppressive therapy or those older than 65, right? So they are more susceptible in general to a lot of things, but especially some of the foodborne pathogens like listeria. So, for example, if you are going to uh, buy a uh, packaged salad, what happens if there are cells of listeria that may get in there in that package Listeria is one of those organisms that can actually grow at low temperatures in a fridge. So as it grows in the fridge, as it grows to higher numbers in that packaged salad, the risk of coming down with severe illness increases as that organism multiplies in number. So what you want to do, if you're going to uh, want to buy a packaged salad for your convenience or you really like a product, make sure that you open it and eat it more or less on the same day. So
0: that would prevent prevent the pathogens from growing if there are, if it has been contaminated and, you know, uh, putting you at at risk. You know, that's amazing to me because so many people are turning to the clamshell salads right now during, you know, because they they are avoiding anything that, you know, is out in the air and could be contaminated. Uh, So they're on safety. They're taking these, Uh, home with them, the best before dates then, not to ignore, are your any kind of packaged salads. What else do you uh, suggest people really pay attention to the best before dates on?
1: Okay. Um, Other things um, would be, let's say, I mean, we have a number of other products that we do need to pay attention to. Um, So soft cheeses would be another one where you want to pay attention again. In this case, you could have listeria grow to high numbers in a in a soft cheese, especially one uh, that would be a raw milk soft cheese. Because in a raw milk soft cheese, you don't have that pasteurization process, firstly, to kill off any of those bad bacteria that may be in there. And because it's a soft cheese, it has enough moisture for these organisms to grow. And that would be in contrast, let's say, to a hard cheese, where... The, hard, the hardness means that there's much less moisture. And so the uh, pathogens, the bad bacteria, are not able to grow because there's not enough water in there, not enough moisture for them to grow.
0: I was amazed um, reading an article that you had uh, been quoted in, in the fact that tin foods can last a lot longer. In fact, tin foods like high-quality sardines or anchovies are... A lot like wine. They, if you sell her a wine, sometimes it gets better. Tin foods, some of these fish uh, can actually get more tasty as you store them.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's sort of anecdotal evidence, I think, on that. But I think the main point here, Kelly, to, to point out is that canned so I'm talking about canned foods, canned foods that are canned by, uh, by manufacturers, they undergo a very, very high heat process. Because they're meant to destroy uh, spores, so you know, Clostridium botulinum, which causes botulism, is one of the the organisms that we target in canned foods, right? So we have a very, very high heat process to ensure that all those spores of Clostridium botulinum are destroyed. In that sense, because that uh, process um, that gives a very, very high heat, then it becomes a very, very safe product. So we usually say. For the most part the uh we refer to as a commercial shelf life of cans is two years and this would be maintaining let's say the optimal quality right of a particular food but as i mentioned you can keep it um quite a bit longer than that although you do you do lose some of the uh flavor and taste quality obviously as you as you go on in the years but from a safety standpoint as long as you don't see any rusting on the can or it's not bulging or dented, then then you should be okay for, for a number of years past that.
0: Do you recommend that we heat those products? You know, like say I have a, a, a tin of chickpeas, and I've left them for, they're two years past their date. Should I be putting them into some sort of stew instead of eating them raw in a salad? I mean, it's not, you know, it's not
1: really necessary because it is um, basically a commercially sterile product, so there, there will be no no issues with uh, with further heating, although there's nothing wrong with doing it as well. Um, yeah.
0: Doctor, I wish we had more time. I just, I think I, I need to mention here that you said dry goods like pasta, they have a shelf life of up to two years. One thing yeah. n- they can last forever, beans and lentils.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Any, any of those very, very dry products, as long as you see no mold on them, uh, really it's, again, it's going to be the, uh, the quality and flavor that may suffer as you get some air going in oxidation possibly. So that that's really the only thing that would be of concern.
0: Doctor Farber, I appreciate your time today. Thanks so much for joining no us.
1: You too. All Thanks. right. Bye-bye.